Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. My name is Jim Burns. I am a retired high school principal with over 40 years of experience. I am the author and designer of The Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that gives my students permanent help, not temporary relief. And that has been my passion over the years, dealing with this epidemic of bullying and my job is to inform parents, teachers, administrators, and even students about the things they can do to help stop bullying in their school, their classroom, and in the community. Today we're going to be talking about parents and how the words of a father do truly make a difference. Before I start, I'd just like to let you know that I really loved my dad. He was a great guy. He was a World War II veteran. Uh, He came home from the service pretty well beat up with malaria, and he had tuberculosis, and he had a variety of other ailments. Uh, Today, he would be considered uh, someone who would have uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, and he had his difficulties. And as a young boy, those, some of those symptoms of the PTSD showed themselves in my family. I was raised over a bar, and my dad did drink, and at times his behavior was unpredictable, and we certainly didn't want to do anything that would set him off, We're, and sometimes we were walking around on eggshells because we didn't want to do something that might cause him to drink or get upset. I did know, though, that my father had a real interest in me. He wanted the best for me. He had a hard time expressing how he felt. And as I became older and entered my teenage years, my dad started to enjoy watching me play high school and community league baseball. He would go to my games leave alone when the game was over. I usually went out with my friends or something. And he would say very little to me about my performance. You know, I never really expected him to say anything, so I was never disappointed. During the summer of 1971, I was 16 years old. My first cousin Jim and I spent a lot of time together at each other's houses. We played baseball and we hung out with other kids. I enjoyed the visits and so did he. He was an only child and I was the only boy in my family. We had a lot in common. And during this time we were pretty good friends. 
My cousin was good at baseball, but not quite as good as I was, and he certainly was a true fan of mine, though, and he was a rooter. He enjoyed watching baseball, and believe it or not, he enjoyed watching me play. During one of those visits, I had a scheduled game. I had to be at the game early, so my dad and my cousin came later. During the game, I had three hits, including the game-winning hit. I was a catcher, and I threw out three runners trying to steal second base. I had a great game. I really did. When the game was over, my dad drove my cousin back to his house, and I went out with my friends, and we hung out together. I got home later that night, went to bed, It was the summertime. I got up early and left the house. Now, the normal routine was that my mother would open the bar in the morning. My father would sleep a little later and then relieve her in the bar around maybe 11 o'clock. He would work until about 4 in the afternoon and then come upstairs and take a nap. I can always remember him sitting in a recliner napping in the afternoon napping in the afternoon he really needed the nap he was in his late 50s and had to be ready to work the night shift that afternoon i returned home around five o'clock to find my father in his recliner but he was awake he jumped out of the chair like he had a spring under him He ran over to me and hugged me hard and said, I was so proud of you last night. I thanked him and I felt him squeeze me like he never did before. I felt the warmth of his body, but even more felt the warmth of his words and probably his heart. And I do want to share something here. My father would come upstairs and basically put on soft clothes or maybe even pajamas when he took that nap in the afternoon. And he was a pristine dresser. He always had starched shirts and shine shoes. He always looked really good. He also had a tie tack he wore in the center of his tie, which was a diamond tie tack, and it looked great on him. The point that I'm making is my father felt like he had to be dressed in order to make those statements to me. It wasn't a casual thing. It was a very serious thing to him, for him to let me know just how proud he was of me. I'm in my 60s now, and I still remember the hug and those words. Sometimes parents can say so much to kids about their performance that it could almost seem like white noise. You know, every kid is awesome. Every kid is great. Every kid gets the trophy. But the bottom line is the right words, spoken, fitly, and placed right, can make all the difference in the world. Most kids know their parents are going to speak well of them, strictly because they're their parents. 
but sometimes kids can get a false sense of their abilities when their parents go overboard with the praise. But the right words of praise and encouragement, as in my case, at the right time, can change a child's life. In my case, my dad didn't offer a lot of praise. As a matter of fact, he was pretty critical at times. I will tell you this, though. This experience was life-changing for me. I quickly forgot all the times my father had said critical things to me. It seemed like the just that one statement changed my life and helped me realize that my father truly loved me and he, he wanted the best for me and he wanted to encourage me. But for some reason, he just couldn't find the words at times. Now, as a father myself, I have the power to determine how my children view themselves. A father's words truly do make a difference. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. My website is www.bullyproofclassroom.com. When you go there, please check out the resources. We have online courses there. We have uh, a store there that you can take a look and browse through. Great articles, a lot of information to deal with anti-bullying. And always remember, as parents, you have the same power that my father had. You have the same power to stop your kid if he's a bully. You have the same power to encourage your son or your daughter if they're being victimized. And you certainly have the power to let your son or daughter know that it's important to stand up and stick up for kids that are being bullied and to take the time to offer words of encouragement to their friends and their classmates. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Please do take the time to subscribe to my podcast. I think you're going to find a lot of great stuff here. Once again, I'm Jim Burns, and thanks for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.